0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast. We're back, baby. It's week one, ready to kick off the NFL season, just two days away. We are with you here on September 6th. It's a Tuesday. Uh, with me, as always, my good man, Keenan. How are you tonight, buddy? I'm well. I'm excited. What are we, 20, 48 hours? A little, a little
1: less than 48 hours till the Bills kick the Rams' ass. Excuse my language. Uh, but I'm I'm doing I'm doing good, man. Um just finished our last fan, our last draft of the season.
0: What'd you think about your team? Man, I, I wish I was my last draft of the season. I got still got another one tomorrow night. Uh but no, what, we what, yeah. it, what does that put yeah. you at? Uh for redraft, I think I only put me at seven this year. Oh, so that's, that's actually bad. pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good for the redrafts. That's not bad um, for you. It's not, it's not, but uh I, I can't believe that draft weekend was already here. It's the biggest You know, the biggest weekend of the year for me, one of the biggest weekends of the year. Also, right around my wife's birthday, so it always does get a little bit fun to to deal with. Uh, But, man, I just want to talk about so many things. Um, I want to kind of reflect on it, Uh, talk about draft day, talk about what we noticed, talk about what's going to happen in the season. Uh, You know we're going to bring back the stresses and impresses. It has been so long since we could bring that back, Uh, so we're excited to talk about that. Uh, Obviously, any news and notes, not too much uh, to talk about coming into uh the week besides you know updates that we've been waiting for now for for months uh months and months on end but uh we got we got that we also have our starts uh of the week a lot of players that we want to look into um we got some waiver wires so there's so much going on uh we're really just kind of gonna dive right into it keenan draft weekend
1: We were it. you were at my house for like eight hours and
0: uh yeah we, we had to cram two two drafts into one um which was pretty fun but yeah eight hours a lot of food, a lot of fun. So that was a good time, but a lot of fantasy. So we got the triple F down. What were some things that you might've noticed right off the cuff? Uh, now that you're kind of had some time to reflect on these drafts and sit down and, and say what happened.
1: Um, I guess, you know, for an unimpressive rookie class this year, I guess a lot of the players, a lot of the rookie players went a lot earlier than I was expecting you know, you know, we talked about it earlier this year, how, you know, next year's a draft the better draft class. This year's not that impressive. But I mean, I've seen like Damian Pierce go in like the fifth round. I've seen um Brees Hall go fourth, fifth round. Um, uh, Drake London in the top ten rounds. Um, who am I missing? I know there's oh, um Walker, uh Seattle's running back. Um, I've seen him getting drafted before Rashad Penny, who supposedly supposedly, you know, is Seattle starter um, come this weekend. Yeah, so that, that's the one interesting thing I took out of it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought this trap class wasn't that impressive. Why is everyone jumping on all these guys? Um, but that just yeah, that was that was a little shocker to me, but um, other than that, I everything else went as expected. Um, I expected a lot a lot more wide receivers to go in the first round than usual um you know besides the three top top running backs Taylor um Eckler and C- CMC um but you know years past you have you know I mean it, I mean Henry was in the first round but I've seen him slip in the second round depending on what type of style um league league it is but years past or the top 6 picks would be all running backs you know the top Eight out of 10 would be all running backs. Um, and then also Travis Kelsey. I feel like people are starting to get a little scared of Travis Kelsey. Um, I've seen him start slipping down a little bit where I've seen him in years past going in the late first, early second. I've seen I've seen him going to third, I've seen him going to fourth. Um, but yeah, it a big two QB draft and he went in the fourth. He went in the fourth and George Kittle went like in the 10th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, I, I'm like. I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? Um, And, uh, yeah, so I I don't know. I I mean, even Kyle Pitts wasn't getting as much steam as I thought he was going to get.
0: Well, you and I, I said that earlier. You love Drake London. I love Kyle Pitts. Yeah. It's it's very tough to see both of them having a great season with the whole situation that they have. And one of them, I mean, one of them is going to have a great year. I I Obviously, you know, we both think it's our – our own players, but uh, I do think with Pitts having that veteran presence now in his second year and, and that hopeful connection he got with Trubisky, at least from what we've been seeing. I know London has been doing well too, uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to see what's going to happen with those rookies. And, and I agree with you. Some people were definitely reaching on rookies and rookies are always sexy, but this year doesn't seem like the year to be sexy. Like I had number one pick uh, in two dynasty drafts this year, and I was not happy to have that number one pick. I went with Burks in two of them, to be honest with the overbreeze hall. Um, but Burke's another example. He's someone who actually has probably taken the biggest hit uh, yeah, of he a did. rookie. But he was still getting drafted, which I was kind of surprised that people were still taking the shot. I mean, me personally, I I obviously am. But I didn't get him in one of the leagues because someone grabbed me in the 11th round, and I was shocked. Um, you know, but uh, quarterbacks as well. Quarterbacks are going even lower and lower in drafts. And, and it's, it's like a cycle. It's like a cycle, you know.
1: One year quarterbacks are taken early. Then they're like, okay, we'll we'll wait till the second round. Then they'll go later, and they'll be back at you know it's it's just a cycle. Um, Wait till wait till Burrow and in the next wave of you know talented quarterbacks, if Lawrence uh, becomes good becomes what he's supposed to, I I think you'll see that cycle again where quarterbacks are being taken early.
0: Yeah, I agree. We had my dad in uh in one of our leagues that was threatening to quit the league if you wouldn't. He held Josh Allen. 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 (laughs) them him hostage. <laughs> Lucky I like Ralph. Yeah, I I didn't know what to do in that situation. Um, we might have to have some. You think he would have really quit? I, you know, he added a co-owner, oddly enough, this year, and then started throwing around the words "I quit." So I don't know if he was trying to suit up this next co-owner for taking over the league. We're gonna have to talk to. That's a that's a
1: that. that's a daily uh, that's a daily thing I deal with
0: in our uh, <laughs> dynasty league. Uh, being, yeah, being a commission is a lot of fun, people don't realize. Uh, but CMC, I was surprised how many people took him at two. I with run. everything, you know, who else would you have taken? I, Justin Jefferson, Jamar yeah. Chase. You know, yeah, but I, I was surprised maybe that a wide receiver route wasn't the case, and people being maybe more risk averse at two with the last couple of years of what CMC did. Uh, I personally did take him at two, so did I? And, and Didn't I, I take him yeah, in WWE? You did, you took I him before think. me in the yeah. league. yeah. But I, I'm not too worried, but most years you kind of see that injury to a player, even a start player, and it will push them down a few notches. And CMC, that didn't happen. I was the fifth or sixth pick in five drafts. It was amazing. But I thought I was going to get CMC in one of them, and I didn't. Um,
1: yeah,
0: he went early. Yeah, he did go early. All right, so some. Uh, I think we talked about a few things with that draft class, or right, with those drafts, but how many – Players overall. I mean, we obviously took a lot of them, but what players did you see most frequently on your lineups uh, on your rosters over these course of leagues? Just the last few days. I've been on a Damian Pierce train
1: before Damian Pierce train was a thing. That is true. You know, I got him in Dynasty in all the early all the early Dynasty drafts that we did in the third round. All of a sudden, you start seeing them creep up the second round, and then I saw a late first on one or, one of them. And now, in you know these this past month, all of a sudden all this hype on Damian Pierce starts coming up. So, so you know what I did? I drafted him in five out of out of nine redraft leagues, and I don't know why I did it. I don't know if I if I'm it's gonna bite me in the ass later in the year, but I just I couldn't I couldn't stop drafting him. I'm like he's. Someone, someone on the, on the radio, I heard said, he's their best running back since Adrian Foster. Oh, Aaron Foster, you know Arian Foster. That, well, I Arian Adrian Foster.
0: Why say Adrian? Aaron, yeah, Foster. It's funny you say that because he was undrafted, right? So that was a big mm-hmm. thing coming out. Adrian Foster. I'm pretty sure he was the first thousand yard back undrafted. I could. Are, are you talking
1: about Foster or Pierce? Fo-
0: Foster. Yeah, yeah, um, I, think, I think you're right. But you know, Marlon Mack getting dropped. Philip Lindsay getting dropped. Well, he got they got put on the product squad, then they dropped him again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's I think it's extremely telling that Houston is willing to give the reins to Damian Pierce. I 100% agree that people are reaching uh, a fifth round for him is certainly a little high because you're almost drafting him at his ceiling when you're going somewhere like the fifth round because the fifth round you're looking at players I uh, just wanted to scroll. go. I mean, are you going to take him over Travis Etienne uh yeah. over Josh Jacobs? Yes. Uh actually now that I'm looking at Josh Jacobs, yeah. I mean they have just Samir White. Um David Montgomery, yeah, you would. Yeah, I guess now that I'm looking at it. Well, he's his ranking actually doesn't show that, but for like Elijah Mitchell, Chase Edmonds, AJ Dillon, for example, right. Cam I'd Akers.
1: I take him over Cam and uh and uh I, and uh, Edmonds. Yeah, see, I would
0: probably have all four of
1: those over Pierce. I, yeah, I like I, what, what he brings to I, the table. Getting it, a the, lot of touches. The thing I like—that's what it is. That's what it is. And Edmonds and um, and Acres—they're both. There's they're, that they both have crowded backfields. Where I don't know who, who. I mean, yeah, right now you you think that Edmonds and Acres are starters, but you do you really are you 100 sure that they're going to start all the games, or is most are going to steal? the job from um, Edmonds eventually. And McVay is such a wild card with, with those running backs. So, I mean, you got no one there to threaten Pierce where there's, there's threats in, in Edmonds and uh, Acres backfield. Davis mills is a threat. I think I, I think I, I, I'm thinking David, listen, listen, Davis mills might become a good quarterback. Maybe he's not that franchise type of quarterback, but,
0: I mean, at the end, he showed a little bit of flash. He did. He has some tangibles that can become a good quarterback. There was flashes of brilliance with him. I wouldn't go as far as brilliance, but uh, I don't know. He's he's on a team that's uh, just willing to ship off a lot of their players, and everybody around him is just kind of gone. And he's got Brandon Cooks, which is great, and Cooks is able to still get – Uh, his targets, but I, I hope Pierce can uh, work off of the Davis mills, you know, cause Mills can run. So that, that kind of helps, but I hope that um, he will be able to work around that and still get at least four, four and a half yards per carry, because he's going to get a lot of dump offs in the backfield. Like let's be honest, he can catch the football and he's looking at 40 to 50 catches. Yeah. So you get that on top of 200 plus touches. I still think fifth round was a reach at the time that it happened, but that might wind up being a, a good spot for him. Um, you who'd, know, you end so, up, who'd you end up
1: on your team the most?
0: Uh, Well, I just – I mentioned that I was five or six in all of these drafts, so it was really tough for me to stray in each of them from, you know, the typical players that I was going for because I kind of already had conviction on a lot of these guys. Uh, they're going in the areas that I like them. So for me, A.J. Brown, I you know, I'm really heavy in A.J. Brown this year. I took him a lot with my second or my third pick. Um, my first pick was Jefferson or chase all the time. It wasn't, it wasn't a a running back at all. So I did start, I started with, I think I want to say I started with at least three wide receivers in almost all of them. No, I I lied. There was a one that I took two running backs. So most of them, I did go all wide receiver heavy. Uh, one of the drafts, I didn't draft a running back for the first seven picks. So I am, I noticed a lot of running back value as we did get deeper into the draft. I didn't think I would. But when we actually started getting into the thick of it, um, there was a lot of running backs that I liked after round 10. And Miles Sanders, my goodness, I know I'm talking about two Eagles. I, I, I'm very high on the Eagles offense this year. We're, you're going to hear me talking about him a lot. But Miles Sanders is just getting criminally disrespected. I, I'm going to preach about it for a while because I just got him What's in that? the 11th round, 11th round for a starting running back who was one of the most efficient running backs. Two years ago, efficient. Well, I'm not saying you're going in there and he's getting 275 carries. I understand that, but Doug Peterson's gone, man. But no, but th- this new coaching staff has yet to commit to him. Uh, they have, but he was also injured. Like when he got, and I think that Sirianni was not happy he was injured. Um, you know, they brought in a couple of players, they drafted a couple of players, and Scott had his flashes of brilliance. Um, but that nobody's there is more talented. Well, what about your boy? Trey Sermon. And it, they brought in Trey Sermon now. Like you know, that was a surprise cut. A lot of four beat writers were on Trey Sermon a lot. So yeah, I mean, is, is he going to come over? Yeah. Then he was cut literally two days later. But they his, said he his,
1: was he was having
0: the he was the best player at training camp. Yeah, and, and, and I read later. that, and yeah. two days later, literally, he was cut. So I I don't that, but to me, you know. I wonder though, was that because he was actually doing well that they didn't want competition with Elijah Mitchell? Well, would on that. Uh, I don't. I don't know. If, get a, get it's a, training camp. Like you're seeing everything. But, you know, preseason, preseason. I don't think they're getting anything for him. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Hold on, get, yeah. get a fifth round pick for him. He's on a same thing with the same thing with the Raiders. What they did with that uh, offensive lineman.
0: Yeah, but he was a. Former first round pick. Sermon, I believe, was their third what's, or fourth round pick. Still. Didn't show anything last year.
1: Okay. I, I guess and, it's a anyways, third, yeah. 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 We'll we'll,
0: we'll pass know. to that. Uh, but hopefully, what I mean is I don't think he's gonna challenge Sanders to no. a point where no. anything's the so Scott. Yeah, Scott's not gonna challenge him. And he's got nothing but green turf not, in front of him because I'm not worried about Gainwell. You, you got you got Jalen Jalen Hurts who can run the ball, you got AJ Brown on the opposite side of Smith, and you have um, tight end, why am I blanking? Help me out with the tight end. Oh, hurts. We're, we're doing it late tonight. Got it. Thank you. We're recording late tonight. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, you have all of them, they're going to run across the field like crazy. They're going to be able to extend the field because you can't stack the box against those kind of players against Philly and Miles Sanders, who is a career 4.7 plus runner. Uh, daylight man. So um, but to get off of the Eagles, I have also found myself. Mm, who did I find myself with a lot of? It was tough because I, I there was so much value Kenneth as we Walker. got deeper into the draft. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. I I did grab a lot of walk, Brian Robinson and Kenneth Walker. Um, you know because I was going a lot of wide receiver heavy. Uh, Marquise Brown. Let me talk about Marquise Brown. That is who I have the most in all my drafts as well. Him and AJ Brown. So I went Brown twins, but that first eight weeks Keenan without DeAndre Hopkins on a team that loves to throw the ball with a quarterback. That's very accurate. Why wouldn't you want that number one wide receiver? And you know, it doesn't make sense to me that Marquise Brown was going. So he was my fifth pick at the earliest in all of my teams, unless I reached for him in the fourth, but I believe he was my fifth in most of them. And to me, that's still crazy because that was, I want to say that was near wide receiver 18 or 19 that he was going. So like, you're going to tell me that, these other 16 wide receivers are going to be getting 10 plus targets because their other one wide receiver one is not there. And they have a quarterback that traditionally hyper targets their wide receiver one. So Marquise Brown to me is a big buy um, a big winner for me in the whole off season. Unfortunately with Hopkins being suspended in those eight games, it that, again, that will help out Brown. Um, I think that's going to allow the whole offense to figure themselves out. It's going to help the chemistry with Kyler Murray, who is a fantastic quarterback and to be honest the offense needs to figure themselves out it's been 2 years in a row now of arizona starting out hot and just falling yeah. so cliff kingsbury might be on the hot seat oh no he not um yes yeah it's i don't know kyler need, kyler's great i love kyler so much um another good value but uh yeah he, that's, he, that's a few things a few players that that we had gotten or i had gotten
1: all right let's ship the gear let's shift gears here and talk about the jets a little bit the J E T S about. suck suck suck. But um what's going on in that backfield there? Um Hall and yeah, uh, talks about splitting carries? Yeah. What what are you doing as a fantasy owner here? You got you gotta you gotta leave Car on the bench or both of them on the bench,
0: right? I don't think I've seen a running back with the uh draft pedigree and the talent of Brees Hall. Since Travis to thing. then, well, not well, no, no. I'm just saying, like the the situation that they have for him to get drafted where he did, how he did, how great he was in college, and then to be told that, hey, you're still going to split carries and you trade it you're up, for still him. not good enough. Yeah, you trade it off for him, like like you're still not good enough to beat our. I mean, Michael Carter's great. You know, I, I loved him last year. I was very big on Michael Carter, but clearly the Jets. I, I highly doubt the Jets made that draft pick in round one to decide, hey, we want a one-two punch. I mean, I know they had the draft capital; they were able to get Wilson also. But I personally feel like there was other needs they could have had than running back if they felt that Michael Carter was still capable of being the number one or sharing, taking at least fifty to sixty percent of the load. I thought Carter looked good towards the I, end. I,
1: I, I agree I, with you. My Bruce Hall shares hate myself, but I was shocked when they took her, when they took Hall. Shocked.
0: I yeah. So was I. I thought but, the Bills were going to try and get him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But no, I, it, it, that, that kind of, you know, that kind of throws a wrench at, you know, a lot of fancy owners. I, I don't know what to do there. I, the reason I put that question out there was cause I have, I have Hall and I have Carter in a couple leagues. I, I'm sitting them, especially, especially this week when they're playing the, 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 the Ravens, I think. Yeah. The Ravens. That's one of my stresses. I'm not, I'm not touching him. not, I'm not yeah. touching them. In, I'm not touching them in daily. I'm not touching them in, in any I'm not putting him in my starting lineup. Um, but eventually I think I think probably week four, five, six around there, you're gonna see Hall eventually take over that backfield. I think he has to.
0: I I, I that's exactly where I kind of lean. Um when it came to the how I was looking at it, I wasn't drafting both of them. If I drafted Brees Hall, uh I wasn't drafting Michael Carter later. I don't do the handcuffs for my same teams. Uh, But vice versa, if Michael Carter was going to be four, five, six rounds later, I probably wasn't grabbing Brees Hall. Um, But I do agree with you that Brees Hall is going to be the player at the end of the season that's probably going to have 65 70% of the workload. But also, if they're a team that decides they want to run the ball 30 times a game, I might be okay with that. Yikes. Yeah, it's scary for anybody that's investing and in hoping for a breakout of Elijah Moore, hoping yeah. uh, that Garrett Wilson does something. Corey Davis, I don't think anybody has him. But if you do, you know, there's there's a lot of offensive pieces on that squad that is there enough pieces of the pie to go around because there is nobody in the middle of that pie. That, that middle of that pie is raw. You know, that, that was not cooked enough in the oven, and they need a quarterback. I don't think it's Wilson. If it winds up being Wilson – good for the jets I, you know we hope so for fantasy but i know a tangents off the brees hall question i'm still probably drafting brees hall Well, you have hall but if, if you have him you still got to plan like you know the capital you had him he's probably in your starting lineup if not a flex you know if you have other running backs maybe start him and, and take a wait and see approach let me ask you this question how about this week for would you rather start AJ Dillon against Minnesota or Brees Hall with the Ravens?
1: That's a tough one. It's a really tough one. Um, I think you have to start AJ Dillon just because I'm assuming I'm assuming that the the Packers' offense is going to be better because they have um, Rodgers, obviously, even with with that horrible. Or young, I guess, inexperienced wide receiver core insert Sammy Watkins and uh and Lazard, um, outside, of, outside, outside of those couple rookies. Um, so I'm assuming that they're
0: gonna get in the red zone more, so I gotta go with Dylan. Just okay, what about Cremont? Oh, no, 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 your boy Damian Pierce. Would you rather play Damian Pierce? Uh, I'm benching
1: Damian Pierce this week. They're playing the Colts. Colts front front is really good. Defensive front is really good, and I think it's gonna be. I think the, the Colts are gonna to want to make a statement after last after last year's uh, um, week 17 or 18 loss, whatever it was, against uh, the Jags when they um, could have clinched the playoffs. I think I think they're gonna to want to put a points on the board. I think Houston's gonna be um, playing catch up. Um.
0: I'll side with yeah, Pierce so, on that one, just because of the touches. So you're taking Hall or you're taking Pierce over Hall? I, I would I would start Pierce over Hall just because the touches for this week. Yeah. But on the touches side, how about this one then? Kareem Hunt or Reese Hall? Hunt's playing against Carolina.
1: Kareem Hunt, listen, Kareem Hunt puts up numbers when he gets that ball. He he split he split carries with Chubb. Yeah, he's he's done he's done it pretty much for the last three years. But he finds the end zone somehow. Almost every week, it seems like it at least. I, I take Hunt. Hunt. Hunt puts up fantasy numbers when he's healthy, and I think yeah. it's Hunt's contract year. Watch, he's gonna want to. He wants to get out of the Cleveland. He wants to go. He wants to be a starter, obviously somewhere, and he wants to get paid. Um, and I know everyone's concerned. All oh, you know, twenty-seven years old. You know, running backs. It, that's when running backs start declining or whatever. Cream Hunt doesn't have the miles. That a regular 26, 27 year old
0: starting running back has. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm on the same side there, especially like you said with the touchdown. I, I don't see the Jets scoring many points in this game. Uh, but like I I my envision of what uh the Jets are going to do is like what I just said. I think it's you know, Salah wants to run the football. If they're they were fine He's starting cool. Flacco. He's
1: like so I think that's what's gonna happen
0: he is, but that he comes he from like, a system that's went to the NFC championship coming from the It doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. You're not he, winning. He, You're not winning. He like brought, like,
1: I thought he was going to bring this energy to the Jets. They have so many great pieces, like for fantasy wise, then, you know, you want them to be, you know, like the bills offense or the Rams offense. Yeah. But he's so like listening to him and, and reading about him. I'm like, dude, this guy, he's, He's
0: stuck in the 80s. Seems like he does motivate people, especially the defense. Hopefully that'll happen this season. No, uh, speaking, maybe not speaking of the 49ers, Jimmy G. We this happened a little after we were uh, last chatting. Jimmy G restructured his contract. resigned signed with the 49ers Uh, one year, six and a half million. So he's getting paid like a backup. I was shocked. I was shocked to see that. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people were. Did you not see the video of him practicing by himself? Oh, yeah. In, tra-
1: in training camp? Not, not I, no, I said to you, I said, dude, this guy's there's, gone. There, no there's way. No co- there was no coach around him. They had, like, uh, like a strength and conditioning, co- like, you know, intern or whatever with him, you know, getting him the ball or whatever. And he was just practicing by himself as the team is on the other side of the field. I'm like, okay. It's like, uh, like that Simpsons
0: right. part with the guy with the tether ball and he's just playing by himself. By himself, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what he was doing all all month of all August. I'm like, all right, so he's either going to Seattle, Cleveland, or Carolina. Carolina got Baker. I'm like, all right, he's going to Seattle or or uh or the Browns. And I'm like, wait, they're not gonna trade Jimmy G in the division. So he's going to Cleveland, but then I'm like thinking, wait, is he gonna go to Cleveland? Because what if Jimmy G goes seven and three while Watson is suspended or seven and four or whatever?
0: Yeah, it's like eleven you, games.
1: Yeah, do you create a quarterback controversy? Because you kinda do you
0: you just Yeah, that's why they haven't yeah, he paid him the money. So um, was there
1: was there not a market for Jimmy G or is Trey Lance struggling? Because a couple of preseason games that I saw, and it's I you take the preseason pledge, don't ever, you know, judge any anything don't ever take the preseason for any for anything. But some of the games I saw, I'm like, Ooh, this 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 guy doesn't look good. And there I even put a bet on one of the games. Took the 49ers. I was like, "Oh, Trey Lance is starting the whole game. The other team's backup is playing. Let's, you know, I'm gonna put some money on on the 49ers. They got shut out that the whole half that he played. And I'm like, wait, this something isn't right here. What happened? What happened? A few weeks later, they brought in Jimmy G. And just think about it. You know, all the all the top quarterbacks that were drafted recently. You know who. Lamar got drafted by the Ravens. They got rid of Flacco. Bills, who the Bills have? They had, oh, they had, they, they had Tyrod. They didn't, they didn't re-sign him. They got rid of him. Who, name another young quarterback that was drafted that had.
0: Oh, I mean, there's been, like, uh, Goff. Goff's a good example. Well, actually, Goff got paid, and then he got sent so, away. Yeah. Well, but, no, they, you know, I'm,
1: try, I'm trying to think of young quarterbacks that were drafted that had a veteran quarterback, and then the team got rid of them. Like Flacco
0: got. Oh, I mean, New England did it forever. You know, Garoppolo had it happen to in New England, and how many guys do we think was going to take him over? But I think the big thing though too is, like they said, they said that they spoke to each other and they created, like they, they figured out the plan that works best for Jimmy's future. So that is the biggest part to me that I took to where, like you're saying, are they worried about Trey Lance? I think because they are. what's best for Jimmy's future is him getting paid. How does he get paid? It's not on the bench, so okay. like, is there? Yeah, like it's showing. It's showing as a starter that you can lead and you can still win and you can still prove it, even though you know he went to the NFC Championship. But whatever. But point being, like, how long is that leash with Trey Lance this year? I truly believe. I, I don't think. I don't think they're giving up on Lance after this year, regardless no. of anything. I but don't. I think this year is an all-in year for San Francisco. And I think after week four or five, if he doesn't have it right, Jimmy G's coming in because they can't be out of the playoffs by week eight. Outside of the quarterback position,
1: take the quarterback position out. How many teams have a better roster than the 49ers? There might be five or six. Really?
0: Oh, I'll yeah. I'll still say
1: that. I'll still in one. The Bills. Really? The Bills. The 49ers have a great defense. They have one of the best tight ends in the league. They have one of the best wide receivers in the league. They have a great running game. Their offensive line is really good. They are I really don't think many teams outside the quarterback position have a better roster.
0: And that's why they're always efficient and people play
1: great. And that's and this is why I think they brought Jimmy G in. They think they I think they're a super bowl contender if they get good quarterback play. Now yeah. let's just, let's say Lance struggles you're going to throw – you're not going to waste another George Kittle year. You're not going to r- waste a prime Debo uh, Samuel um, year. You're not going to waste it, a, a good def- defense. You're you're going to want to – you're not going to want to go through the growing pains of a young quarterback.
0: I, I mean, I agree with that. So, like, fantasy-wise, that's kind of where I'm getting to is if – do you have? Are you looking at any of these 49er players different? Like, are you having any more confidence in Kittle, uh, in Debo? No. Because to be honest, they've dropped like, like you just said, Kittle went in what round no. nine or ten in the draft. I mean, that's crazy, but more so, like, even round four or five, he's been going and that didn't happen last year or any years before. And I, I guess, I'm just wondering like, to me, I think I'm looking at it more securely to where. I feel a little bit better having Kittle and Debo and Ayuk because I think there is a contingency plan if yeah. anything goes down. Yeah. Over but, Mullins. Um, what do you mean? Like Mullins, instead of – wait,
1: what? Is he still rolled, in there? He's, no, he got traded to the Bears or something. Yeah, I, was, like I thought that. he was. He got traded
0: like or something, yeah.
1: But, no. but I'm just saying there's
0: a contingency plan that if yeah, yeah if Lance doesn't work out and he's not doing well and it might be a shorter leash to where by week four or five yeah, that – those 49ers might become a big bargain. Um, so we'll see how that decides to play out. But I was just kind of – I'm going to go pick up Jimmy G in our two quarterback lead that we just did. Might not be too bad. Yeah. Um, Michelle signed – So Michelle signed with the Chargers. I wasn't yes. too concerned. I think Isaiah Spiller is still the, the good backup there. So keep an eye on him waivers if Isaiah Spiller's there. there. Uh, the big thing I wanted to talk about, two things left, is Traylon Burks, regardless of how bad he's been – where we are seeing that he's been and what the Titans have been treating him as they're still saying, he's going to have a big role in the offense.
1: I, w- well, so, I, w-
0: I wonder why Antonio, who else is there? <laughs> well, they've, they've actually had a bit of talks about a few players, um, blanking on their, what fifth round wide receiver. I think exactly. that they were putting exactly. over him. Exactly. I know I, I shouldn't be, but he was getting reps over him, but obviously, you know, Robert Woods, um, being the biggest benefactor there, I'm, I'm excited. i have been drafting him everywhere, dynasty redraft, whatever. But I still think that, yeah, kind of like you said, like regardless of how bad he's doing, he still has to be better than than the well, fifth yeah. or sixth round players. Like I think it's punishment more than the actual what he's You're, been showing up as because
1: he's been injured too. You and I talked about this. He was in the fourth quarter of a preseason game. Like, what do yep. you, what are you doing? Like, yeah, what, that, that's that's horrible coaching. No matter how bad he is, he needs to play with the ones. And finally, and not in
0: the fourth quarter.
1: No, in a preseason game, yeah. That's,
0: that's your like, pedigree, man. That's your first-round pick. Like, you can't mess around. If he gets yeah. injured, like, Vrabel's going to get eaten alive from the GM. Vrabel's an idiot. I'm sure he did. He's but that's what approach. I'm saying. Like He's a horrible coach. You know, maybe he was just testing out punt returning, um, which would be really nice for any leagues that have, uh, you know, you get rewarded for. He shouldn't be testing out that. punt returning in a preseason game in a fourth quarter. Hey, he wants to go against the scrubs, I guess. Yeah. So hopefully he's not the scrub. Well, who who would you rather? Well, let's say maybe in some deeper leagues. Who would you rather start this week? Uh, how about Devontae Parker or Traylon Burks for New England? Ew. Ew, come on, man! Number one for Mac Attack. Ew, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible.
1: I'm, I'm going with Burks. You get just because. You got Hunter Henry and you got uh um who's the other tenant over there in New England. Oh, uh, they still have Johnu Smith. John Smith. I, I I just I besides Robert Woods, there's really not much in going on in Tennessee.
0: Um no, they would probably throw a lot either. Those are such similar teams. You got yeah, but you got the 12, 14, 16 team leagues that they're gonna have to make these decisions. Yeah. I go I go with I go with Burks. I, I really think he's gonna end up really being really good. I, I dunno if you remember the
1: TikTok video I made in um before the draft. I had him as my number one. Um I, I really think he's gonna be good. I I'm going with the unknown in this one, where we know what Devonte Devontae Parker is, but we don't really know what Burks is gonna
0: bring to the table. What about Berkshire London? I was start Burks by the way against uh London, I think. it's Parker as well. Uh London, I think. Uh one more. Elijah Moore or Traylon Burks. Who's who's playing quarterback? Let's call it Joe Flacco. Burks. Ooh, interesting. See, I would go more there. Um not a big just, just, just because they'll be chasing some points, I think, as opposed Titans, to Tennessee. Titans will be too. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see um, De- what Derek Henry is going to be able to bring to the table this week because, dang, it's you know he's I been. been like, I missed him so much. He's quiet this off, this
1: this whole training camp. The whole team has been quiet, besides the Burks news.
0: Uh they actually, you're right. They have, um, you know, Tannehill. I haven't heard much coming out of his mouth. Um, but just even about Derek Henry in general, like. They haven't really been talking him up too much. They're playing the Giants, by the way. Okay. So, like, that's going to be – so, like, he might go – I think he's going to have, you know, potential for 175 yards <laughs> week one. Um, Two touchdowns, three touchdowns. I think he's going to have a monster game. I, You know, looking back at my rankings, I didn't – I didn't rank him at that. I probably – no, I did actually have him second. I thought I started him with fourth, but then I changed my mind because I saw, again, he was playing the Giants. They have a chance for rain, though. So we oh, got to keep okay. an eye out. Keep an eye out for the weather. You got to though. You got to keep an eye out for the weather. Um, there isn't too much we're looking at to be affected this week. Um, I want to say Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Mostly the Northeast. They're looking at maybe seeing some rain around then. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't have too much worries there.
1: Who uh, uh, who gets in? Who's who steals uh, their job back first? Willis or Pickett?
0: Oh, that is a very good question. You know, Willis looked, uh, good. Willis looked uh, good. Willis did look good, but I think Trubisky's Pick it. Pick Pickett did look good, too. Or, I'm sorry. I think um, – Tannehill. No. What's his name? Good Lord. I keep mixing up Trubisky and uh, Mariota. So Mariota, I think that he was always the plan for this year. So I'm going to say yeah. it's going to be Trubisky that will lose it. You said – would you will- ask me? Willis. Oh, I thought you were saying Ritter. I was putting Desmond Ritter in my head. I'm no. so sorry. No, Willis. I'm so sorry. Willis. Uh No, it's Tannehill's playing all year. Yeah. and I know Pickett, he'll yeah. Pickett's going to get I mean, in by week six. Yeah, I think Pickett will be in by week six because you have a very – same thing we were just talking about with the 49ers. Like, Pittsburgh is a very high-powered offense. Um, They just got that raw pie in the middle. It's They need to find a quarterback that's going to fill the hole. Unfortunately, I don't think it's Kenny Pickett. But if it is – they did it before. You know, they did it with Big Ben. So, yeah, they, remember, remember, figure it out.
1: We were supposed yeah. to start week one and all of a sudden, we're like, oh, Big Ben starting. Who was that? Or well, did he get in or did he get injured? This is year. this is like going back. Oh, you're years. talking about Charlie. I was, I think this it was uh, like going back 20 Tommy years. Maddox? No. Or Charlie Batch? No.
0: Look it up. Oh, Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. That's what it was. Yes.
1: El- yeah. Remember he was supposed to be a starter, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, Big Ben's the starter." And then they went like fifteen and one that year.
0: Yeah, he had one of the best records. And then they lost. They won his rookie year. No, no, they won the second
1: year. Big. Uh, the geez. bus is the bus is the last year. Super Bowl, right. Super Bowl in Detroit.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm worried about Pittsburgh. We were just talking earlier um, before the show, like you know about Najee, which we'll talk more about him in a minute. But I'm just, just worried in general about the whole Pittsburgh offense. Deontay Johnson was falling a lot. Uh, Chase Claypool was virtually uh um, double-digit. Mean, I don't even know if he was drafted in some. Yeah, undrafted. I'm sure he did. But uh, I don't know what to do with, with them. Pat Frymuth got some love last season. He did well, ended strong, and like now nobody really cares about him. Uh, he was going like tight end 9, 10, 11, 12. So I think that Trubisky's just bringing a really big negative <sighs> impact, but – even though Trubisky Pittsburgh as a whole and like Najee was still a first round pick, it's and
1: he's it's just tough. Even though Allen Rob- Robinson had his best fantasy year when Trubisky was his quarterback, no,
0: yes, no. Allen Robinson had his second best year. Don't forget Blake Bortles. Don't ever disrespect. Oh Blake my Bortles god! Like well, that. So fourteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns. Allen Robinson
1: had that was that was Blake Bortles and friggin' Robinson won me a fantasy league.
0: Yep, I, yes, he did. Yes, they did. I, I still hate Blake Bortles to this day. Um, but yeah, man, that's like Najee Harris. He had seven games with 41 yards or less last year. Seven.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a tough, that's a tough that, division. Did six of them come in within the division?
0: Uh, I know two of them did. So there's a chance that that was, but regardless, like he was still first round pick and you got half your games, like in a tough division, you already know, uh, You know, he had five games over 100 yards, so that kind of was helpful. But I don't know. Najee Harris can be someone I'm going to watch for this week. But since we're talking about the Steelers, I think it's about time we get into our stresses and impresses. Keenan, what do you think about that? Go ahead, start with yours. I'm going to look up Najee Harris game log real quick. Yeah, you have fun with that. Uh, So my stress – we'll start with the stress. I want to do that because we're talking about him right now, and it's Najee Harris. Uh, I'm not going to go too far in depth – more than I just was, um, I was kind of gloating on him, but he's, he's just, he's playing against C- Cincinnati. I just talked about potential for rain. So yes, he may be getting the ball more, but it's going to be a little tougher. Ball might get a little bit looser, Uh, but he, he, he doesn't, he's got a boomer bust right now. Like he is a very scary player to have on my roster because you know, he's gonna get a lot of touches, but he's going to have the stack box all the time. Uh, is he going to get three yards of carry? I mean, there was multiple games that he only had 12 carries or less because they just were not doing well. So, like, is Mike Tomlin going to go that route again if they're just getting blown out? Like, are they just going to keep throwing the ball and they're not going to establish the run at all Uh, since Najee Harris is, like, their most talented player on the team? Um, Not saying anything to Deontay Johnson, but he's just not as explosive as what Najee could bring. But, you know, it, I, just, I am very concerned this week for Najee. I started, I told you, Keenan, you know where'd you think I started ranking him? I ranked him 25th when I started doing mm-hmm. everything, and I was like, That's not fair, that, that's horrible. I'm gonna look like an idiot, I can't do him 25th. I don't so know. I brought, I, I brought him up to 15th. I'm looking, uh, at, I'm looking at it. Go ahead, finish up. Yeah, I brought him up to 15th because I had to, I got him a little closer because that put him in the Travis Etienne, and Josh Jacobs, Chase Edmonds Edmund, Chase range. So, because if he gets a touchdown, he's already gonna be a top 24 back. So, you know, there's a good shot for that coming that he could get a touchdown, but he just did not do well. Uh, Against Cincinnati the first game, though, he had his career-high catches, 14 catches for 104 yards. That's not happening again. I didn't realize
1: how bad of a season he really had last year.
0: Yeah, and still finished with 1,200 yards. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, well, seven out of of his 17 games, he finished with 50 yards or less. Mm -hmm. In those games, well, also, if you count the playoff game, Eight out of eighteen games, he finished with fifty yards or less. If you count those games, he only had a touchdown in one of those eight games. Yeah. So man,
0: he is either a boom or he's busting out. He's, you know he reminds me a lot of Antonio Gibson, but Antonio Gibson didn't have as much production in touches. But Antonio Gibson was is now being found in like round eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, so I, I, the problem, I even mean, obviously, competition is the thing too. So he doesn't have anybody there, but Najee could could be he could be a league winner this year. Like he could, he's going to get 350 touches. I guarantee, or at least 300 plus touches, but he he probably will get north of 325. And if he can be efficient, man, he can have 12 touchdowns. Yeah, he'll, he'll challenge Jonathan Taylor.
1: He, I guarantee you, if I showed you, if I showed this game log to someone and and hid the name of the player, they would never guess it's Najee Harris. That's how bad this game log is.
0: It's not good. Yeah, I was I was gonna do a little write up about it, but it was like only like a week ago, and we were dressed already happened, so we we're past that. But he was a big buyer beware for me. Uh, big stress for me this week. So Keenan, why don't you give me one of your stresses? We'll, we'll do a little. We'll do a little uh, alternating here. All right, sounds good. Um,
1: so yeah, Najee. Well, well, we already talked about one of mine. I had Brees Hall. Um, he's playing the Ravens. Um, usually the Ravens are really good. Defensively, really good um, run stopping team, and that whole Carter um, in Hall splitting carries really scares me. Um, so, and we don't even know who the quarterback is there. So, I, I I can see this being a blowout, and the Jets trying to play comeback in the whole second half. So, Brees Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll just yeah. To- I'll do my second one. Uh, Devin Singletary. Um, he's playing the Rams. Uh, come on. I mean, you got – you can't th- – this is going to be a shootout, one. And, two, the Rams' front is ridiculous, and the Bills have, uh, I guess towards the end of the year they kind of did, but they still haven't proved that they can run the ball efficiently. So I'm staying away from Tevin Singletary as well.
0: I, I was going to say he was number two running back the last five yeah. weeks. Yeah, so they, you say it's going to be a shootout, but he's not going to be part of it, huh? Yeah, I don't. I
1: he's got he's got he's got to contribute in the pass game for him to be fantasy uh, re- relevant this week. I think, um, but we all know who they drafted and what what they hope to get out of uh, James Cook. Um, but I I just think they're going to go. The Bills they have a bad taste in their mouth. I think they're just going to go down the field the whole the whole game and try to make this into a. Uh, Old fat, no, not old fashioned. I guess um, old fashioned would kind of help Singletary, but I think it'll be a shootout, and I think Gabe Davis and Diggs are going to have, and Knox are going to have a field day.
0: I hear you there. Uh, my other stress is going to be DJ Moore against Cleveland, and I hate saying it. I'm very big on DJ Moore this year. I'm very excited for what he's going to do, but this is a revenge game for Baker, and mm-hmm. I'm. Not necessarily thinking that that is going to be a good thing for Baker because they that defense knows Baker better than any defense around, I would say, because they're they're playing against Baker all the time, right? And Baker didn't do too well in the latter half of the season with Cleveland and just in general with his career with Cleveland. And I'm just really worried for how that's going to end up today. I wonder if he's too much – or this week, I wonder if he's too much in his head with everything going on. There's a lot of emotions that could be there. Uh, who knows how the crowd's going to be? And uh, actually, they're home, so it's in Carolina. But, yeah, yeah, it's in Carolina. But I just, I'm just really worried for what DJ Moore is going to to become. CJ uh, CMC's back, so we're gonna have CMC going. Robbie Anderson's back; he's now healthy. So now you have three wide receivers uh, that are competing with CMC as well. Uh, I- I'm hoping that DJ Moore can get a touchdown; that'd be amazing. But I just don't, I don't see it this week. Uh, big stress for me. I did rank him at wide receiver twenty. So I could see like a five, five yard, a uh, five catch, you know, 60 yard game, unfortunately from him, but that's.
1: I think uh, you're going to, I think you're going to eat your words on that. On that, that. I, I really do. I think, I think I, I got, I got Carolina. He's got a great game. defense. I, got Carolina. I think
0: they can win. I very much agree that Carolina could win and, but I just don't think DJ Moore is going to be the benefactor of that. And you need him to get a touchdown because I don't think he's going to get you 10 catches and 140 yards. You know, Cleveland's got a good defense. Yeah. I just good think. Quarters. Yeah, I think I think
1: I think Baker's gonna come out balling. I really do. He I always liked Baker. I only hated him because he went to Cleveland. I hate that city. Um <laughs> But um I I always like Cleveland or Cleveland, I always liked um Baker when he came out of college. And I think I think he's he's gonna wanna he's gonna wanna show Show up and show show his old team what they're
0: what they're missing out. Well, good luck to Baker. I was not a fan of him coming out, so that that doesn't of course make you weren't. Uh, impresses. I'll I'll get us started. Go ahead. Uh, AJ Brown uh, talked about him earlier. Talked about him earlier, man. Uh, he's at Detroit. He's going to blow them up, Keenan. I asked you this question months ago. Let's help you remember the question or the answer. Do you know who? The godfather of Jalen Hurts's daughter is AJ Brown. It is AJ Brown. And this daughter Man. was born before he was in Philadelphia. They have been friends for a long time since college. And it is their first game. They have had a whole it, season to work on this. Yes, didn't AJ Brown go to Ole Miss. He did go to Old Miss, but so how do these guys know each other? They knew each other. They just do. And that's all you need to know. And that's why week one, AJ Brown is gonna come out with a hundred plus yards and a touchdown. And my man is going to be a very fantastic impress of the week. He's gonna be they're going against Detroit. Detroit's abysmal. They've again it's week one, so they've had so better, much time to plan for this. You better hold me um, so doesn't hear you. Hey, it, hopefully he'll do well against the run, maybe. Maybe they'll maybe they'll work off Miles Sanders a little bit. Who knows? But no, I, I expect AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts to come out hot. Uh the first target of the game, I wouldn't be surprised if it's literally a fifty yard bomb to AJ Brown. Um, he's with Devontae (laughs) Smith. I promise you, record that because it's happening. The first play of the game, it's being recorded. I can't can't wait till it's a handoff. Hey, then Miles Sanders will go 50 yards and he'll pitch it back to AJ Brown and he'll run it in. (laughs) Um, so I'm super excited for AJ Brown. So make sure you're all, uh, I I know that it's you're starting him because you have him, but like my excitement is I think AJ Brown has a very good shot of being top five this week. Um, Detroit allowed a lot of big plays last year. They had so many points scored against them. And uh, Philly's going to ha- make that happen. They're coming out and they're ready. Keenan, your other impress, or your first impress. Well, I'm going to go with an wide
1: receiver. I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a great game against the uh, New England Patriots. Tyreek Hill got paid. He's going to want to show that he was worth every penny um, that they're paying him. And I think that New England is one of the worst teams in the league. They lost their top corner to the, to the Chargers this past year. Um and I think I think the Belichick era is over there in New England. So I think uh Tyreek Hill is just gonna dominate this week. My other one is Elvin Kamara Um thankfully thank God he's not suspended. Um with whatever the hell happened this past offseason. season. But um he's playing another bad um run team, which he usually dominates uh the Atlanta Falcons. Um so I got I got I got Kamara just you know i love that not, play maybe not scoring 50 a uh, 50 yards and a touchdown on a first play but um i think he he has a great i think he has a great year i i'm i'm really mad at myself that i didn't get more of him in the second and third round um because that's how i played it out in my head was to take a wide receiver and I'd grab kamara on the, uh, on the swing um back but um yeah i think he has a great year and i, I think he has a great week one
0: yeah, I agree. I have him as my third running back. I'm I'm very excited. You're right. He dominates Atlanta. Um, it's pretty pretty crazy how much he dominates them. But who's gonna dominate? I'm gonna tell you right now, my other impress, Eli Mitchell. I know I said Elijah earlier, Elijah or Eli, I apologize to you. I, I did see that you have corrected yourself to being Eli, but you're at the Chicago Bears, one it, of the biggest sir. Is it Elijah? I, it was Elijah, and then I, now I'm seeing Eli around. So he made his name Eli. So he's Eli Mitchell. Well, but I'm Ken. Eli I'm, is a I'm man. Ken. I'm Ken from now on. I'll I'll, I'll address you as Ken. <laughs> Show me those washboard abs. Uh, yeah. Eli is is a man's man, and we spoke about the 49ers earlier. They basically laid out the red carpets for Eli Mitchell. He is going to be their bell cow. Uh, i don't think there's going to be much of a rotation going on uh at all in there um they might spell him a little bit but i think he might be getting a 65 70 percent uh of the carries which is going to be fantastic going on chicago defense that is just they're in shambles you know that's, that's all we can really say uh there's not a lot going on for them that's that's good and i think that they're gonna get up and they're gonna get up early and they're gonna focus on the run i don't think trey lance is going to need to throw the ball more than 20 to 25 times which means Mitchell's probably in line for 20 plus touches 100 you know 130 140 yard game and two touchdowns uh, I could see as a possibility I'm not going to call that but uh, I I do see Eli Mitchell being a very very big impress this week he's going to start out strong and have a lot of managers regret that they didn't draft him when uh, you know in the the fifth or sixth round those are the two him and Kamara I'm
1: I'm really uh, disappointed I didn't draft more
0: yeah, I agree with you. I I didn't do it either, and too much with all. I did it in a couple. I know you know drafting all these running backs, but yeah, their schedule is just very very favorable. Um, And I'm just ex- like I said, there is no competition there, so I'm excited for what he's going to be able to become. And you, all right. So that's uh, I have AJ Brown, Eli Mitchell as my impresses. Keenan has Elvin Kamara and Tyreek Hill. Um, my stress is Najee Harris and DJ Moore. Keenan's Singletary, and Brees Hall. All right, Keenan. let's talk about – we're going to wrap the show up in a little bit here. I want to talk about a few matchups. I want to talk about some of the key things that you might be looking for in some of these matchups. Uh, for example, I want to start with the Denver and Seattle game, Monday Night Football. Russell Wilson's going back to Seattle. What you a horrible to see, primetime game. You know, see, that's what I thought you were going to say, and that's why I want to talk about the game. I think this is actually a fantastic game. Oh, no, you do. Because, you do. do you know why? Yeah, of course I do. Because, because. I think this is a primetime game where you're going to have all the fantasy managers who have the biggest questions about these two teams all offseason. Because you got to be honest, these are some of the two most mysterious teams we've been dealing with in the offseason. Uh, Russell Wilson goes to Denver. You have all these p- people that are on one side who think Russell Wilson is going to shamble, he's going to fall, they're not going to make the playoffs. And then you have uh, you know the right side here where... They think that, well, it looks just like D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. That offense is going to be great. Javante Williams comes in. They're going to be the division winners. And then you have Seattle, who is now trying to replace Russell Wilson with fantastic stars around them, drafting Kenneth Walker, Tyler Lockett, having D.K. Metcalf. So I think it's going to be fantastic that in week one that we all get an opportunity to see how these offenses are going to work. And it's not happening on a Sunday at 1 o'clock when you have eight other games going on. It's happening in prime time. And we get to all watch at the same time and kind of get a takeoff of that. That's why I'm excited. So it'll be a it's good. It's not. Half. It, I think it'll be a good game. I really do think it'll be a great game. I might. You might be right though. Um, you know, Denver might whoop them. I can see it but, being like twenty-four-three at halftime. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that bad, but right, I, I think that Seattle's going to want to show up to play too. 17-3 but at halftime. It, it's not the yeah. It's not like you know the Chiefs and Packers, but. We kind of know Aaron Rodgers is going to make it work with them, and the Chiefs are great. You know, they have some question marks, but they're both great teams. So that's why I'm excited for these lower level teams because their fantasy impacts. You're talking six to eight players that are involved. You know, Noah Fant as well. He's in Seattle. He gets to show up because he's not getting a lot of love. Yeah. Um, what What do you think about that? I I mean I I, I,
1: I no I see I see where you're coming from, but I honestly, if you are looking for a great fantasy game. Like where you have a lot of question marks and you were looking for, you know, something that's fancy relevant and a good game. That Packers Vikings game. One, you have the Vikings new new coach, offensive mind um coach, supposed to be throwing the ball down the field, you know, a million times, as he said. Um, and also you have the Packers, a lot of question marks on their end. Is AJ Dillon um their starting running back? Is Jones their starting running back or is he their slot guy? Who's playing wide receivers? Is it Sammy Watkins? Is it Lazard? Is it um, the two rookies? Are they are they getting that out? Which I don't think they are. I think Rodgers wants Watkins and Lazard, um, as top options. I think there's a lot of fancy questions there, and I think that would have been a great prime time game. Also, um,
0: that's a, that's a pretty good one. Who who would you rather start, Adam Thielen or AJ Dillon? Adam Thielen.
1: He. He torches the Packers. He's well, one player. Adam feeling Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I, I still think. I right now, I think Aaron Jones is is, um, Rogers favorite target.
0: Now that Adams is gone, a lot of people are saying that. I, dude, Sammy Watkins is about to have three touchdowns this week, and nobody is talking about it. Yeah, he's about to have three touchdowns
1: this week, and then he's gonna take his his you know his vacation in week four and be done for the season.
0: What's, you know, what Sammy Watkins does. Take advantage. That's all I'm saying. Make sure you pick up Sammy Watkins, get him in your starting lineup, and just sit back and relax. That's all I'm saying. Um, Back, I want to backtrack real quick to the Seahawks game. I apologize. Would you rather start DK Metcalf or Jerry Judy? Oh, man.
1: Probably DK, just because. Someone's got to catch the ball. I mean, th- I mean, not someone They block it too. But I, I, I hate the whole th- the whole like, just because the quarterback sucks doesn't mean that the wide receiver is just going to disappear off the face of the earth. DK Metcalf is a top ten wide receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I still think he's going to put up. It, he's going to have his games where he puts up dubbers. Um I, I want to say DK. I want to say Sutton. I I want to say Jer- Jerry Judy, but I. I think all three of them have question marks, but I'm going to go with D.K.
0: I would side with Judy because I love the breakout for Judy potential. And uh, it's definitely close, though. I, I'm going to side with Judy. Uh, what about Kenneth Walker or Melvin Gordon? They said – I'm kind of worried about Williams
1: uh, owners. I, I What I'm hearing is that they, they love Gordon
0: over there for some reason now. Yeah. You know, they gotta say good things about him. He's he's the change of pace guy. He, he they're trying to probably trade him again. Who knows? Uh, but no, I, I don't know. I, I just I have a tough time believing that you know Javante was in last year, Javante kind of won the job near the end of the year, yeah. yeah but that was a Melvin different, Gordon walk. There was a different coaching staff. It was, but they let Melvin Gordon walk and then they decided to bring him back. And it's like, Well, did you really bring him back? Because you needed someone and you didn't like the pieces, but he knows the offense. You know, I know it's a new staff, but he seemed to get integrated pretty well. Uh I just, but again, I talent rises to the top and I, I don't see a world where Melvin Gordon really affects Javante past a couple of weeks. And if it does, if, if, you know, people are really worried and Javante gets two or three more carries than Melvin, you better go trade for Javante right away because that is not going to last. There is no way that dude's old body is not lasting the whole season anyway. Yeah.
1: But uh, back to your question, I'm probably going to st- I'm gonna start Walker. I, I I can't trust Rashad Penny.
0: Ah, that's fair. Yeah, and even what well, can you trust? Can we trust Kenneth Walker's hamstring? I don't know, but I mean, Rashad Penny did have a great
1: year last year towards the end. I, I, yeah, he killed it. I don't know, man. You know, you know what I'm regretting. You know what? Do you remember what I traded Rashad Penny in one of our leagues last mm-hmm. year before uh, the whole uh, um. What was it, Carson's neck injury? Yeah, I traded him for fuck. Excuse me, for fab dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out, and I we had this rule, this silly rule, you know, that you need, you need, you need to put at least one dollar down to, you know, pick up any player. <laughs> it's an IDP league, and I need the kicker and all this stuff, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, not, I'm never going to start this guy, and and I think it was Skip gave me like I don't know, 100, 100 fab fab dollars and at the time i'm like oh what an idiot now now i'm over here like
0: look. you better use it wisely
1: yeah i oh it's gone now i probably didn't even use all hundred dollars honestly or yeah. whatever whatever was traded to me but at the time you're, you know, they you took advantage of me
0: oh man let's uh let's end it with how
1: about a okay. waiver pickup any That's... any anyone that you were seeing on the waiver
0: yeah so double check your waivers double check your waivers because after the draft people always tend to miss you know some guys get scrolled over some people don't realize you gotta check your waivers all the time but Robbie Anderson oh you like Robbie Anderson
1: his analytic numbers were really good last year the problem was Sam Darnold was very awful last year um and I, I and you're putting in Mayfield which I think he's more accurate than Darnold um so I I think I think that's you know put a, grab him if you have you know if you have someone going that's out this week like Gallup or whatever you putting him on IR put Robbie Anderson on your bench because if he blows up you know you're you're not wasting any fab fab money or uh, or waste any waiver pickups you know that's what I try to do I try to grab someone that I think is gonna you know have a great week one and and where I don't have to waste any any resources to get him in. The, on Tuesday, come
0: Tuesday. That's not, not a bad play. Uh, mine's Josh Palmer for the chargers. I, I just think in general, he's going to ascend, uh, and Keenan Allen's time is kind of coming to an end. So you have him who's, I believe 30, uh, Mike Williams is 27 going to be on 28. So, uh, they need somebody else to step up. He's a big wide receiver. Uh, they've run through wide receivers. uh, they run, run 3 wide receiver very often, yeah. So, uh, I don't – you know, I'm seeing him undrafted a lot, and I'm very surprised because you see other 3 wide receivers getting drafted. And I think that uh, Josh Palmer is 100% worth a look. Um, another player, Tyler Algier, Algier uh, the running back for Atlanta. Like, I'm scooping him up in every single draft. Uh, just, again, just pass to the top. Kind of like Damian Pierce in Houston. I'm, I'm not – I don't think Cordo Patterson is going to be their answer, and they drafted him. He's their only true running back, and I think he's going to start getting a lot more uh, action. And if, you know, Keenan, like like you're saying, if um, the Falcons start doing well and Luggan is looking good, Pitts is looking good, it'll clear it up for him.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm excited for this year? Knock on wood. No COVID
0: issues. Ah man, I, I hope they they seem to really get a grasp on it. Last year, I think the longest some players were out were like three or four days. Yeah, um, maybe miss one game at most. So won't, yeah, won't have to worry. But make about, sure make sure you still have COVID on IR. Don't you know? Don't don't not allow that.
1: Won't have to worry about the Tuesday or Wednesday night games.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: those were that when those Wednesday
0: night games were horrible. They were, but it was fun that one time. What was it? Yeah. Tuesday, like Tuesday well, to Sunday, we had football.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. You had, it was like one week. You had the Bills who lost against the Titans, and then you had a went some random Wednesday game. But it was like it was like a five o'clock start, which was so bad. Mm-hmm. Do you not remember that? Was, oh yeah,
0: yeah, and that's why. And like, it, everybody in the West Coast was complaining so much because a lot of them were working.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you had Thursday night, and you had Friday, night, Friday college, Saturday college, and whatnot. But
0: I miss it. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, man. you know, then in our lifetime, I think you'll have NFL games. At least five days a week. Uh we might get somewhere like that because right? I mean you're at what three already?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I could. The holidays are trying to take over. You I can know, see you know, I,
1: I can see the NFL taking over Friday nights. What's on Friday nights? So Psh, you have a ther- you have a Thursday night game. You might well put a football. Friday night I mean, yeah. If you want, to, if you're a Mac fan. <laughs> all
0: right, give me give me a sleeper before we get out of here. Give me a sleeper for this week. Huh. Why don't you go since you probably have one my sleeper for the week. I'm actually, uh, I'm between a couple. I was going to say, let's give two or three, but I think uh, it's just so tough. Like I keep bringing myself back to the Eagles and I want to say Miles Sanders because he's just, he's ranked 33rd. Like I, I just don't, I don't see a world that Miles Sanders is going to be going to be ending as anything worse than a, a top 24 back. And with the potential to be a top 12 back, if he can get, you know, 15, 18 touches, get hundred plus yards and a touchdown, that's going to be pretty close to an RB one. Uh, so I'm going to go with miles Sanders. <laughs> I'm
1: going to go with Mike Davis. i know I caught you on the spot a little bit with that one. I'm going to go with Mike Davis. Mike if uh, Dobbins, if Dobbins doesn't play.
0: Or so, um, Kenyon Drake. No, I'm going with Mike Davis. You want to go Mike Davis? Okay, yeah. all right. You think he's going to be over Jake? I, I feel you. I think they actually, do they have For him starting league. right now? For this week, yeah, yeah. they have him over. That makes sense. All right, I take that back from you. Okay, Mike but Davis. That's a, a mass. That, that he, is. I got Dobbins was, in a lot of the leagues. Just if he misses, if
1: he misses significant time, that is a mass. Yeah. That, so will my my favorite. That, that is a mass. I, I, quick story. I had Dobbins in a keeper league, eleventh eleventh round. I went heavy, heavy on wide receivers. Didn't draft another running back till Kareem Hunt or whatever. I'm like, and I, I was so happy. I'm like, I got Adams, I got Chase, I got Cooper Cup. Because there was a, I had a couple keepers of that. And I was like, perfect. Domins will be a great, you know, top 10 running back. Now all this crap coming out this week. Yeah,
0: it's going to be tough for some owners, but I would rather they hold him off than rush him back. So if he's actually injured, but I mean, Harbaugh said if he's healthy and he's looking like he's good, we're gonna play him. So he didn't look good in that one video.
1: No, he didn't. Was doing drills
0: and he was like limping. I'm like, like, he got real mad at the person that tweeted at him about it or that tweeted about it. Did he? (laughs) Yeah, he replied back and he's like, uh, made a comment about like, don't you tell me how to walk? (laughs) Like, like insinuating (laughs) that he was walking normal. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. right, Jk, I see you. I see see you. you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then it was literally like like a day later that they said they don't know if he's got any issues or not, so we'll see. But, uh, man, previews that, are back. That running back
1: class, besides Taylor, has been rough.
0: Yeah, and even um, hopefully Cam can get himself together this year. Yeah, That's, I mean, Hilaire, Acres, Dobbins.
1: But that that yeah. draft class, what a mess. Could have had Jefferson. It's, God damn
0: it. Could have had <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah, you could have. Um, all right, man. Well, let's wrap up the show. I'm very excited that we get to get into some previews. Uh Next week's going to be a whole new world coming off of week one. can't – I just – I have no words right now to figure out how we're going to come off because I can't believe we have football on Sunday. Um, Just speeds. I can't believe football good. tomorrow. I can't believe the Bills right. are tomorrow. Like, we have not had a, the Bills being open. like oh the my NFL God, tomorrow. Open. It's midnight. You're right. It's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's technically Wednesday right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, it's it's amazing. So uh, I'm excited what to share that with my family, my kids. Uh, I think the, I think the Bills are gonna win. Like I really do. I I think the we didn't talk about Stafford. How the Rams are concerned. To, you know they're gonna monitor his his shoulder all year, and it's like elbow. Oh, okay, their elbow. Sorry. So um, I don't know. I think the Bills though. I think they gotta come out and they gotta. They're big favorites for a reason, and they wanna show everybody why they are. I think the Rams will be pissed at their dogs
1: i think it was a good
0: game 37 20 oh bills all right i won't say mine because you you gave us the homer record already so i'll just let it be there 37, um 37 what's yours you had i i, I, I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game like everyone's hoping for you really
1: had a minus 16 you had the you had the bills minus 16 in one of your prop bets or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah that was for fun but it was a. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I could see like a 31-24 game. Uh, well, like I guess it's still pretty high scoring, but huh. these days 30 plus from both teams is high scoring. But no, the I think Bills? it's just going to be great. It's all I want. I want a great game. I'm not going to be surprised if the Bills lose. I don't yeah. think either team's going to be upset if they lose. I mean, they no, nobody wants to lose, but in the end of the day, you're you're both going to make the playoffs. They're both great teams. So yeah. hopefully we get the, the first season kicked off right. But uh, I'm just excited to be back to fancy, man. Yes, excited sir. to get to chat. Excited to get to, excited to next your, week. Excited to kick your butt in all all these leagues. Yeah, one more draft left tomorrow night. All right, everybody. Uh, make sure make sure you're following uh, the pod on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Make sure you're following um Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six, myself, Antonio Denisi FF. Uh make sure you are checking us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash dynasty mafia podcast, which I actually found out we don't get a URL title like that until uh 100 subscribers so every click helps make sure to check the like all uh, right click the like button hit the our bell button. lets you know every time we're coming on here so help us get to that 100 so we can have our, our cool little url there uh but other than that ask us any questions on twitter we'll have our uh some information posted sunday morning so good luck to you guys hopefully y'all start out with a w and uh with that being said mafia out <laughs>